Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. To the left, to the left. And Tim Kalbakis. Everything you own in a box to the left. Yeah, he did it. It was worth it. (laughs) Yay. He's blushing now. I feel gross. I, I feel like... I feel like a fucking pawn in Mike's uh, <laughs> that chess was, game. Well, no, because you didn't really go with it. You didn't seem excited. You were like, oh, got to do this thing. So I that, wasn't. I was, I'm fucking miserable. He feels compromised. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to make that mistake ever again to try to include you into this fun, fun event. <laughs> <laughs> well, my problem is that my usual question remains unanswered. You're like, I'm sitting here and I don't know what is up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience members at home are like, not much. I'm sitting here. I'm listening or I'm on the train. <laughs> You don't know. We don't know. Maybe next week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe next week they can answer. <laughs> There's always next week. For this week mm-hmm. and next week, or last week. Wait. Huh? Huh? Duddy, how you feeling? Yeah, you've, you've got COVID. I did. You know what? Cleared it. Really? Yay, your, your neg? Well, here's the, th- here's the thing. They said, you better I was, not so neg like, us. No, no, I would never do that. Unless you want to fuck us. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll work on us. I said, so when do I get tested? And they were like, oh, well, there's no point in getting tested. You'll be positive again. Oh. And I said, hey, what about the 10 days? <laughs> <laughs> you said 10. <laughs> you said 10 days. You go back on your word? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were like, no, your body is shedding dead virus for like the foreseeable future. Oh. So, so you're not contagious, but you test positive. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear about me shedding. But do, do you feel good? Like, you don't think you have long COVID where your, your lungs are going to be weird for the rest Tim, of your life? how do I look? <laughs> I mean, you're glowing. You got a, you got a dimply smile. Yeah, it looks, like you, it looks like you just met a new lover. <laughs> <laughs> someone you, someone who makes your world, who hangs the moon for you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I got a bit of a rasp. <laughs> I think it was a rash. <laughs> oh. Mm, he's right back into the old Jeff. <laughs> Rashy ass Jeff. <laughs> no, I feel good. I'm back, baby. Good. Hear it. You smelling and tasting? Smelling and tasting. Oh, baby. Oh, good, because you're going to be, we're gonna, we have a tasty drink today and you'll be tasting it. 
Yeah. That's good. Noise. Unlike the yellow bird, which tasted like nothing. Mm, to you, it tasted like nothing. I, I was sitting high atop the yellow bird tree. On that <laughs> right. I remember that being <laughs> atop the yellow bird tree. <laughs> Mike, have you have you been, taken any climbs up the yellow bird tree since last week? <laughs> My man, I haven't been down. <laughs> <laughs> Up in the nest. <laughs> I'm yeah. nesting for the summer, rest of the summer. In um, the yellow that tree. cocktail instantly made it into my repertoire. I, I, I've, I've been drinking them. I, I drink them all week. I love it. It's an that's, easy that's one to keeper. make. It's easy. You know I got to get through that Galliano bottle. Yeah. And I like go. it. And I'm using my coupe glasses and it makes me feel refined. <laughs> Did you give one to Jessica? Yeah, she liked it too. At least she told me to. But you Damn, never know. Wife approved. Wait, <laughs> what is it again? It's lime juice, rum, and the Galliano. Is that it? And don't and forget triple sec. Triple sec. Triple sec. Okay. I'm on it. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll make one. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I thought you were in the tree, man. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I was lying about that. All right. Well, what do we got going on today? Well... Tim, you probably just looking at Tim. He looks a little uh, tired, a little worn out. He just spent a little time in New York City with me. Oh, I got to say, that city, there's very little slumbering going on. It's in crazy. That city. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> over here. Not People too many logs being sawed. No, no, no. The the sleeping caps go unused throughout the night, let's say. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. city that doesn't use its sleeping caps is what they should say. <laughs> sleeping caps intact here <laughs> yeah. in this Dust metro covered. Knickerbocker area. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. I, um, uh, you know, early in the summer, all I did on this show was talk about this trip I was taking. I went to Cape Cod, had a blast, had some Cape Codders. Then I went down oh, to did? New York. And I had said, well, I'm, when I'm there, I want it to be the ultimate, the city's ultimate VIP. <laughs> mm, right, right. Did that work out for you? Kind of, yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and Hanford made it happen because everybody who listens to this podcast knows, I like to refer to him as celebrity bartender Jack Schramm. Uh, he doesn't call himself celebrity. In fact, Mike, you, yeah, I think you were sincerely calling him that, but he's just a wonderful man who knows a lot about cocktails and he's from the, the streaming cocktail classes. Uh, there's a company called gush and he, he has solid wiggles, the, the fancy mm -hmm. alcohol mm -hmm. jello, the molds. jello shot. Yeah. Um, so before, before my arrival, Hanford emailed Jack and said, Hey Jack, Tim and Jessica are coming to town. What do you say you take us out? What do you got lined up for us? <laughs> what do you say you take us out on, a, on the town and give us a night we'll never forget? <laughs> and his initial email back was, no. And then I reminded him, ah, uh -uh, you said you would. You must. Um, <laughs> you said. We guilted him into it. And um, and he really did. This this was uh, during my week in New York. New York, this was the, the crown jewel. Yeah. And mm. um, Jack is a fantastic guy. Very plugged into the restaurant and bar industry. So he, he curated a little night for us and we had cocktails at a lot of bars. I've always wanted to go to always read about. And, and, and the cool thing, it, he, he got us some reservations that are hard to get. He, so, you know, we'd be on the way to a bar. He'd text ahead to a friend mm -hmm. that worked Ooh. there. So we'd get some stools set aside. Ooh, yeah. It did was you cool. ever, did you ever enter through the kitchen? Um, no. I tried and I got my little ass beat. Ooh, Jack. <laughs> Five bars in a row, my little ass black and blue. Some of our food <laughs> came came from the kitchen, so that was as close yeah. as we got. Oh. Yes, yes. 
Uh, That's what you want. When I ordered, yeah, I ordered from the waiter. I said, could you just take my phone here? I'm going to put it on, a, on video mode and just put it on the plate and walk it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to see it a little bit that way. Uh, no, he, he, it was really cool. Jack was uh, informative about everything. And uh, geez, he put up with our bullshit all night. Because mm-hmm. our bullshit was He's a both, good man. We, you know, we're, we're drinking and, and we're getting drunk and we're having fun. But then I'd also be like, hey, Jack, uh, how do you infuse vodka? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we got some tapes on the whole night. We took a little recording of each place we stopped. Let's hear it. Let's hear This em. is like in, insomniac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the first place we stopped was PDT. Please don't tell. A little speakeasy on the Lower Ooh. East Side. Here we go. Okay, we are live here. Don't just keep, just go on, <laughs> go along with your regular day. We're here, we got me and Tim are here, we got Jessica in the mix, and Jack Schramm, famous, what'd you say, famous, famous mixologist? <laughs> I think you're, fa- you're famous to me, the Schrammer. Okay, Jessica's ordering another drink. She had the Paddington before. Uh, Jessica had the Paddington, Tim had the, Tim and I had the Benton... Old fashioned. And Jack, what did you have? I had the shark. The shark. It is a green drink. It's a good these are all good drinks. We had hot dogs. My hot dog had cilantro in it. Some of the cilantro is now in my shoe, which I need to deal with. But Jack has been nice enough. He's gonna take us on a, a tour of what a five bars we're going to this? Five bars. Five bars. Cool spots where it uh, please don't tell right now, which is kind of a secret spot. This is our first stop, and I gotta tell you, I've done, I did the math here, Jack, and we are gonna get we we're gonna get messed up tonight. That's, that's true. That was all yeah, part of the plan. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm keeping a close eye on my wallet. Tim, what do you think? I'm I, I'm <laughs> loving this old fashioned. It tastes like smoky pork, and I'm in heaven. It's a it's a uh, bourbon that is distilled with bacon. Am I saying? Am I? The process is called fat washing, where they render the fat out of the bacon, mix it into the bourbon, and then let that sit for a few hours. Oh. Freeze it, the whole mixture, and then strain off the the frozen bacon solids. So just the bacon infused bourbon is left behind. It's great. It's there's a real like a genuine smokiness to it. And we had some fantastic pina coladas with fernet on the top. Those were. Unbelievable. Yeah, those are great. Unbelievable. Folks, we'll check back in later. See ya. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that was good. The, the the thing I had forgotten about was the pina colada with a fernet. It's a good mixture. Do yes, that Jeffy, this, yeah. this felt very VIP because it was little pina coladas in like little cocktail, gl- stemmed cocktail glasses, and then they topped them with fernet. So it was fancy oh, as fuck in there. Free, fancy. most importantly, free. <laughs> See, a mouth breather like me wants a big pina. Yeah. yeah. You're saying that in, fernet on top. <laughs> in the city, the elites drink little tiny yeah. pinas. <laughs> the elites with, uh, drink thimblefuls of everything. Yeah. Uh, so after so, that, we now, headed on over. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Well, now, as an objective listener. Yeah. yeah. To listening to what I just heard, mm-hmm. that's the first stop of the night. Well, that was the technically that the been, second. We stopped okay, at a, a dive okay. bar, sort of just a meet up first. I was going to say that sounded pretty fun, pretty loose. Could have been the climax <laughs> of the night. <laughs> yeah, for some for some regular. Well, well folks. we had we had some beers in us from a dive bar that we convened at, and then ah. uh, you we were also uh, Jeff. You know we were we were lulled into the vibe because. PDT is kind of the the speakeasy that started the speakeasy like resurgence. So you're mm. kind of you walk through a hot dog place and then you walk through the telephone booth and you feel like you're in a different world. So we kind of we we're kind of ready to start for that sucking shit. them back. Yeah. yeah, there's there's so much there's a ton of those in L.A. and I love them all. Yeah, yeah. I know, those, those hot dogs that was a cool add on. 
Yep. Uh, speak easy with some hot dogs. Criff dogs. I think they're like deep fried. They're fantastic. Ooh. Where do we go next? Then we made our way on over to Death & Co. Oh, yes. Ooh, now this has come up before. What, what's the deal with this? A famous one. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it here in the clip. Oh, my God. All right. We are uh, stop two of the... No, stop three of the Shram tour. The first one was kind of a, a dive bar that we started out. Just to wet the, wet the whistle, so to speak. Exactly. And now we're at uh, <laughs> Death & Co., the inventor of the... Uh, uh, naked famous. Came yes. out of this place. It's very cool. It's uh, also very speakeasy. It's very dark. Very, I like the lit up bar in the back. <laughs> this this place has cool names for these drinks. I like them. Jack, you ever? Uh, do you have you ever named a drink? Yeah, I've named quite a few drinks. What, what's there, what are some of your hits uh, that you think? Of? Uh, a, a personal hit was the Portfolio, mm. one of my you know, top cocktails of all time. Okay. The uh, Helicopter. Ooh, I like you that. You can tell that I like multi-syllabic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Kind of more of my vibe. Yeah. You know what? I if you were here's a good idea. Have you ever had an Alabama Slammer? Is that a yes? That's a shot, right? Yeah. You got to come up with something called the uh, Alabama Shrammer. So I had a drink that was named after me at another bar called Mr. Paradise. That they used to have a drink called the Shram Slammer. <laughs> that was a uh, bacon fat washed date infused mezcal. I like yeah. that. All right. Well, Alabama Shrammer is good too. All right. Well, we're we're getting along here. We're doing all right. See it. See it. The next one. Hey, wait, I got a round of Bud Lights coming up. Uh, ooh, I think they'd kick it. They would knock our heads onto this bar right here and leave it a bloody brainy mess. That's what. That's a. Uh, I wish it was brainier, but not. Yeah, I know. We, we could do a, with a few more book readings on our part. Tattoo, tattoo. Miss you, Jeff. Wish you were here. <laughs> What was that cackle? <laughs> that was well, that sounded you know, facetious. I'm, I'm having a little fun, but we did miss you. <laughs> um, hey, the, uh, I like the uh, the name Mister Paradise. That's very uh, absurdly self confident. Yeah, we, we were gonna <laughs> yeah. go, but there was like a water problem or something. Their water so they was just, shut down. They shut down for like the night or till like seven o'clock or something. Um, hey, the, the other thing I learned about Death & Co. from that audio is they shake the shit out of those drinks. Oh, man. They really do. It's a real show watching them make... You, you're, I kept saying that it felt like they were making us a meal because you read your drink, like they, they write a new menu like all the time, and you read your drink, it has so many ingredients, and you watch them make it, and they serve it to you, and you're like, yeah, this is worth the 24 bucks or whatever because you just like made me a meal. And a lot of them are savory and really complex mm -hmm. and then the highlight for me was drinking drinks like that and talking to Jessica about them and then I kind of lean over to hear what <laughs> what Hanford was saying to Jack and yeah. Mike would be saying like you know Jack I love it you know I love just taking a real good drink you know what I drink is good <laughs> yeah, yeah if it's not so good I don't like that as much Jack if, it, if it's not good good that's bad for me <laughs> yeah he uh, he uh, entertained me uh, entertained my <laughs> idiocy for the whole night uh, uh, the thing, the thing that I got at this bar, which kind of uh, followed through for the rest of the night, was like how interesting the drinks were. It was all everything we tasted because we all swapped drinks and stuff. It all tasted or reminded me of um, the Trinidad Sour, not in the taste, but just in Ooh, like the oh my god, complexity. This is yeah. weird tastes They're coming at all angles. They were event drinks. They didn't just do yeah. the thing where it's like a craft cocktail where they take one you know and they swap out one ingredient and give it a cute name. These, this yeah. was very inspiring. It was inspiring <laughs> and inspired. And I think I got something else after that one, but I forget what it was, but I do remember it was 30 bucks. Yeesh. Michael. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we made our way on over to uh, Attaboy. Okay, uh, what is up? We, we just left uh, Death & Co. and we're walking over to Attaboy. And Mike, what did you just do? I pulled out a stogie. I'm doing stogie night. <laughs> this guy, without a word, lights up a stogie. We look at him. Uh, we got Tony Susprexo over I, here. I shouldn't, it shouldn't be without a word all the time. This is just my thing now. I do stogies. That's his thing. He does stogies, folks. You heard it here first. Um, we're off to get a few more cocktails. That's your thing I pulled a stogie out. My, I like to do that to, as a joke. I took a puff of it and I threw it away. I was, I was done. <laughs> but I, I hung back from everyone and lit it up and then said, you know, like, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, what? And then so they all turn around and see that I had a cigar. <laughs> it worked. I was uh, agog when I saw it. It's you. a funny trick. Nobody expects you to have a cigar in your mouth. Yeah, and you can you can get the you can get the laugh for what five or six bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta get a use a new Macanudo every time. This was a this was a uh, like a golden tan or something like that with like the the holder at the end, like the wooden holder at the end, a little thin one. I don't know what it was. Noise. <laughs> Uh, and then you guys went to Attaboy, right? That's right. Yes, and I'd been very pumped for this because Attaboy is very famous, and it's in the location. That had been Milk and Honey, a very, like, seminal oh, bar. Even I've heard of that. Yeah. So, uh, hit the clip. Okay, folks, we're here. like a morning show host. Yeah, it's like a morning show now. Well, it is the morning. Just kidding. We haven't been out that long. We're at Attaboy, and we got, oh, this is a cool place. It's a nice, thin little spot. You know, you want those... You want thin, thin is it? It's, it's thin, it you want to get a thin, thin you want to get a thin bar said, going. Jack, bring us the thinnest places you can. <laughs> we don't want those big old fat bars. So, only thin bars. Thin. <laughs> See, I got the gin and sin. You got gin. You got dry vermouth. You got apricot. Yes, an absinthe. An absinthe. It was an absinthe. Uh, absinthe ritz. Yes. You can't say that absinthe rinth. It's impossible <laughs> to say. Tim, what do you got there? I got a penicillin at the motherfucking place where it's invented. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, the original, right You now. hear that, Dutton? Your favorite drink is right where you... <laughs> Suck it, Dutton! <laughs> Whoa! Where was Jeff drink? Uh, mess hall, right? Jeff sucks him back a Yeah, bit. yeah, you can't, like, you can't yeah, separate him. I, I feel like Jack is the new Dutton. Yeah, yeah you might be true. out, Jeff. Now, Jack's yeah, got two drinks. Now, this guy, you're, well, you're, you're a little out of your mind. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> Here we go. We'll do first, we'll do first oh sips. Bottoms up. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, the spice is nice. Very good. <laughs> well, we're going to get down to business here. Jeff, <laughs> we miss you so much. I miss the hell out of you. I wish you were here. We really want you here. I, I just is like. Be emotionally available. You'd love it here. When you come to New York next, you'll go out with Jack alone. I can't do this again. This is a too much for me. This guy's he's actually a madman. I think he's a mad scientist. Uh, God, brother, I miss you. <laughs> hey, that's now we're got talking. A right? real de- yeah, we keep those drinks flowing. It was got yeah, real. The night turned dark there, and we all had to like hold Hanford up. He was crying. <laughs> Where's <That> Jeff? One... <laughs> uh, uh, did Jessica going, do my boy, my boy, my beautiful boy? <laughs> my beautiful boy would drink here with me. <laughs> if he were here, if he, he were here, he'd drink oh. right. He'd drink you all under the table. He would. Were he here? Were he... Uh, did Jessica do 
Martinis at each stop or just the last two? Um, martini-esque drinks. Yeah. Like a different variety. And that's why she had to go home early because yeah. the, the <laughs> yeah, martinis are, I, I was kind of having some sweet drinks and mixing it up. And she said, martini, 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 good night. Get me night, in the yeah, it's Probably a smart move to be yeah. done on those. Uh, but we, we the, the three of us, went on one more to this really cool place called Katana Kitten. Play it up. We're back here. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you got to get a plane ticket to this place, man. It's wild. All right, well, Jack, tell us where we are. All right, we're at we're at Katana Kitten, one of my favorite bars in the world. This is best vibe in the city. Very cool vibe here. Yeah, actually, Jeff, Jeff, you would love this place. Ooh, that's good. Oh, beautiful! The food's here. Oh, we got so calamari too. Wow. Ooh, oh wow. We got so much food and drinks in front of us. We'll see you later. A oh, smorgasbord. Yeah. yeah, that was good food. That the curry sauce, dipping stuff in curry sauce, was good. And, good. And this place, uh, Katana Kitten, was this fun vibe where uh, oh, Jeff, you'd love it because they, the owner, like just like goes to like Japanese toy stores and buys toys. So you'd order a drink. And there would be like a toy that coincides with, you know, like, <laughs> like get, a happy meal. You're like, yeah, well, no, just because it just sits in front of you. Like you'd get a high, a certain type of highball. And then he'd put a little like mechanical bird in front of you. And yeah. while you drink that drink, <laughs> like this little bird is pecking at the table. And then you'd finish your drink and he'd like take the bird off. <laughs> like, it, was, it was just it, like a little event. It was weird. And, and, Dang, that's and cool. because yeah, was we fun. were there with Jack. They gave us a, like a round of uh, Mount Gay rum shots, and there was a little a toy for that. And then uh, when <laughs> when I paid at the end, they put out like a little cat was holding a sign that said "Tim is the best." That <laughs> like, it seemed like they already had that from something else. Like they had yeah. just like a Tim sign. Yeah, like that. That there was like there's there there's a certain little traditions that only they know about. Like when the, you order this, that happens. They bring that's awesome. Thing. It was An great internal logic. It was great. And and Jack, yeah, uh, I think his name was Masa. Uh, Jack knew him. He's the guy who owns the place or runs it, and he was a uh, very cool, cool guy. He was damn. Great. Yeah. Ugh, I should have just fucking went. You should have gone. COVID and all. You basically got the experience just by <laughs> with our our audio illuminations. Yeah, but Tim, I didn't get to sip sip. No, you didn't oh, get to sip sip. Well, you didn't get the glug glug either. Mm. There's there's a little bit of a. I guess there's an addendum here that Tim. Tim recorded oh, in the yeah. bathroom. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is good. This is like infinite jest. This would be like the footnote at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And we've all read that. Hey, folks. Uh, this is Tim. I'm in the bathroom here um, <laughs> at uh, Katana Kitten. And I just want to say, you know, uh, uh, go easy on Mike and Jack. You know, they mean well. Uh, look, I know they're not the coolest guys in the world, <laughs> but uh, their heart's in the right place, okay? But thanks. I owe you one. <laughs> I do owe you one. Everyone listening, you, I you owe the f- the fans one, the listeners one. I'll do one favor for every one. listener. You know, <laughs> any listener that opens their hearts to Mike and Jack. This is um, crazy. <laughs> uh, but so we we had a blast, and then that was the end of the night for us because me and Mike we were drunk and we we were, we were, we were we like to posture like we're big party dudes, but you you put eight cocktails in us we want to get in our little beds and, yeah. and it was 
It was very <laughs> fun to see like uh, Massa and Jack. They were kind of feeling us out because these are New York guys, and they're kind of like. If we want the night to keep going, we could, yeah. you know, like we've got some suggestions. And uh, Mike was like, I'm out. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I, I know the, the way like some of the stories Jack was telling was just like, so after my shift, I would go to this bar. I was like, after your shift, that's like a four o'clock in the morning, like, five o'clock in the, the morning. Shift, the shift is the end. Yeah. That's done. <laughs> yeah. He didn't um, stop. But it was super fun. It was fun in my overall, all these drinks were great, but then the overall thing was just, I, I, I liked the industry. I liked the, 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 the warm welcomes we got everywhere. And you, you see pulling favors to get Jack into the bar and, and giving us free food. I would say that the New York cocktail scene is, is going strong. It's, a, it's, it's a alive good, and well. There's nice yeah. camaraderie. And, and, and uh, if you can get in, get your ass in, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get in, get in good with these guys. Come in and know me better, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the ghost of Christmas future from For present? Of present. present. From the Muppets Christmas Carol? That's right. I think. That's right. Wait, maybe past. He's the Wait, big no, he's the big present. Guy. He's the no, middle. Present, he's the second one. Present. Mm -hmm. Present. He's the giant. But yeah. what about Marley and Marley? <laughs> the best. Best movie. Best movie ever made. Um, real quick before we move on to the drink, have any of you guys worked in a restaurant? Tim, you have. Yep. Seven years. Yeah. I did, uh, some, uh, bussing tables at a steakhouse. Now, see, I never did, although I did scoop ice cream at the chocolate, at the ice cream and chocolate factory, Ooh. but we didn't have like the sort of the storied nightlife that you hear about when you work in a restaurant. Oh, you didn't you have know, a like, chocolate factory? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, can you believe Jeff it? was up all night and he, he put the fudges up his butt. <laughs> 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 um, but did you guys have those like it was like oh we stayed till close and then we went out um, we, <laughs> we would we would drink at the bar at the place when it was closed out awesome uh, here's that what I would fun. do I would we had beers on tap we'd have we'd have like Labatt and Yingling on tap which and I was all when I was young I was like so excited to ha get to have a beer after my shift <laughs> that I would <laughs> This is insane, but this is a young man who wants to get drunk real fast. I would, I was a barbecue cook in the back room of a restaurant, mm -hmm. and it was so hot back there, and I'd be sweating for my whole shift, yeah, and I would purposely, the back the back. purposely not drink water for a whole six-hour shift so that my <laughs> first beer would get me drunker. Oh, and, my ooh, God, boy. But it was the best drinking experience ever. Like, imagine taking a frosty mug out of the freezer and, and filling up with Labatt and taking the whole thing to the dome yeah. in, like, one huge gulp. Every cell in your body just ready for any liquid you throw <laughs> yeah, at it. Yeah, and it's like, it's allowing beer in places only water should be allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here down in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> your eyeballs got some, some beer floating around in them. <laughs> yep. Well, hey, that sounds great. And next time, uh, take your boy, Jay, man. Will yeah, I think, yeah, Jack is down for doing that again when you come into town. Hey, love it. He's also, uh, you know, if you see him in public and you're just some random Joe Schmo, go up to Jack and say, take me out for a whole night on the town every <laughs> night of the week. <laughs> I'd love to. I'll drop whatever I'm doing. I'll do it. <laughs> what do you guys say we get into the drink of the day? I think it's about that time. Tim, I'd love that. This drink is entitled The Suffering Bastard. You've <laughs> had? Had not had. Not had. You've heard? I've heard. I've heard, but only because it's funny. Right. <laughs> it is funny. This is, I feel like this one at Tiki Bars, they like make sure to put prominently, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> I 
they do that. And I, I had, haven't had it, but it almost rubbed me the wrong way. Suffering Bastard reminds me of Arrogant Bastard Beer. And I kind of like, yes, mm, that's name's what trying I, a little hard. Yeah. But there is logic. This, hey, we got a great story behind this drink. It's a nice, clear one. And, and thanks to Beach Bum Berry, the tiki guy, uh, we know we, he researched it. And, and now everybody knows, like, well, well, who, who's this? Who's this Barry? You know, Beach Bum Berry. He's a tiki historian who he'll like give presentations at Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans, like a PowerPoint about a drink Ooh. and that type of, type of guy. And he's got you, books. So you vouch, Tim, you vouch for him? I would lay down my life for him. I would take Ooh. a bullet for him. I'd walk into traffic. A bullet for Barry. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but let me tell you this, just the name, it makes, it's a suffering bastard. Folks, it's a hangover drink. That's why it's called that. Oh. And that's why you always see it in the tiki mug. It's usually in a tiki mug with like a, the frowniest face they have and like a guy with his hands on his head. Because when you're a suffering bastard, you drink this drink. Right. Interesting. I thought it was like an Easter Island head, no? No, it's more like, um, it's more like what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the <laughs> picture just, on Tim, I'll, Tim, I'll just go back 15 seconds. Bump it back on your phone 15 seconds and re-listen to what I said. You're going to love it. <laughs> the, the picture here on the IBA of the drink, it, it looks like he's holding his head on, the, on yeah. his forehead there. Um, Yow. So, and it's, it's basically a, like a mule variation and, and the thinking that the ginger beers yeah, lime you know the science behind this shit of hangover drinks doesn't really check out but it's a nice idea <laughs> but um f- for the history here this this is has some cool international intrigue we're talking world war ii egypt cairo at, at the the shepherd hotel is is a fancy hotel in cairo where kind of like the british army was fighting world war ii so they're in egypt and all the officers hang out at the long bar at mm. the shepherd hotel so it's kind of like a, i've heard it um kind of likened to like a casablanca vibe you know where it's like a war's going on and there's you every you see like a fancy guy with a fez and he's an important general and, and but he's drinking at this bar all these important war guys are hanging at this bar ah, mm-hmm. very cool and at the bar is a very famous, one of the most famous bartenders of all time. This <gasps> little dude by the name Jack of... Jack Schramm? This is like the Jack Schramm of his day. <laughs> in, in fact, his name is similar. Joe Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Shalom. checks out. Yeah, Joe yeah. Shalom it's was like the original Jack Schramm. 15 degrees removed. <laughs> um, it's spelled like Skialum. It's like the Italian way of saying Shalom. But this was a, a, a Jewish guy from Egypt who went to France and became a chemist. So he knows chemistry, but he decided like, mm. I actually, I got a big personality and I like talking to people. Mm. I'm going to put my chemistry uh, skills to work as a bartender. So he, Fun. Every, like he makes drinks for fucking Lawrence of Arabia. He makes drinks for Winston Churchill and wow. he chats them all up and everybody loves him because he's fun and he's funny and he's cool. And um, then during World War II, there's like the, the, the allies, troops are like been hanging out a lot. And then one day they got to go fight the Nazis and the Axis powers, but all the, the British troops drink too much and they're hung over. So they're like literally the morning of a battle. The British officers are like, hey, Jack, not Jack, Joe. Hey, original <laughs> Jack. 
Joe, come out. We need something to bring to the front lines to like sober up our guys to fight. So he mm. made him a big batch of this cocktail that was his personal hangover drink he had come Ooh. up with. And they drink a bunch of uh, suffering bastards and they win the battle. And this is the, th the guy has like a lot of stories like this, but then a funny kind of twist. There's, there's ups and downs to it where like later on, him being friends with all these foreign dignitaries and ambassadors bit him in the ass because there was a coup in Egypt and uh, the new kind of regime in Egypt was like skeptical of Joe because he was friends with all these like outside forces. So then there yeah. was some kind of conflict at the Suez Canal, not mm -hmm. the recent one when the boat got stuck sideways right. in it. Does but Billy Joel talk about that and uh, we didn't start the fire tr trouble in the Suez? No, he says JFK, blown away. <laughs> what else do we have? To Wait, say? is that is for real? Is that the line trouble, trouble in, the, in Suez? the Suez? I thought it was trouble in the sewers when I heard that because I was such ah, a such ninja turtle. Ninja, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, trouble yeah. in the sewers. There's too much green ooze. Ooh, <laughs> the rat king. <laughs> <laughs> now that song would have been a lot cooler. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I'm embarrassed that none of us know about the Suez Canal incident uh, in the mid 20th century. I'm sure all of our listeners know the intimate details. But what I do know is that then um, Egypt at that time, then they like thought that they maybe, beheaded him. Yeah, well, close. They jailed him. Mm. And then well, they let him out of jail, but they fucking exiled him and his family. So he had to, uh, Joe Shalom has to leave his beloved Cairo. Um, and here's what's cool. He's kind of floating around Europe for a little bit, being like, I'm the best bartender on earth, but I lost my job, work here, work there. And then guess who gets wind that Joe Shalom is available for hire? Schrammer. Um, oh, oh, uh, fucking. Hearst? <gasps> oh, that type of a guy, but I'll give you a hint. Rockefeller. Imagine, imagine a Rockefeller or a Hearst but then imagine that their great granddaughter is more promiscuous. Oh, Hilton. No, Conrad Hilton himself. Conrad Hilton says. This guy is all over the place on this podcast. I would not expect Conrad <laughs> Hilton to be so. This is the Hilton cast. Conrad, come on the pod. Defend yourself, man. <laughs> uh, Paris, if you can behave yourself, you're allowed on here too. <laughs> Keep it in your pants for one night. Um, no, Conrad Hilton says, guys, the best bartender in the world is a free agent. Uh, let's hire him. And he hires him and he brings him to the fucking brand new Hilton in San Juan that we just talked about. The wow. one for the yellow bird, the, 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 the Caribe hotel where they invented the uh, pina colada. Uh -huh. Oh, they hire um, Joe Shalom. Joe works there. It goes great. Conrad loves him and says, every time I open a Hilton hotel, um, abroad. I'm going to send you around to design the cocktail menu and get the bar off the ground. Wow. So e everywhere that Joe goes, he puts the suffering bastard on the menu. So it's not even one of these drinks where it had to be word of mouth or it had to take off by people liking it. Like he traveled the world, he put it everywhere. And then like people mimicked it. Trader Vic came up with a fake bad recipe and, and put it on his menu and other people have mimicked it. But it's basically this unique to Hilton hotels That's and, pretty cool. uh, and it's a hangover cure to this day. And you want to hear what is in the yeah, Tim, I got to know recipe. More. <laughs> yeah. Nice, easy recipe. You can remember it when you're hungover. One ounce of cognac 
or brandy, brandy, same thing, because it's like a champagne tequila type of thing where brandy made in cognac is cognac. Uh One ounce of gin, half an ounce of fresh lime juice, two dashes of Angostura bitters, top up with ginger beer. So you're going to pour all the ingredients into a cocktail shaker except the ginger beer, Mm -hmm. shake well with ice, pour unstrained into a Collins glass. Oh, okay. So you, the, the ice that's in there can go along with it. You use oh, it the, the cubes. ice comes in. Okay. Yeah. You're not discarding the cubes. <laughs> Put it in a, in, 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 yeah, in a bastard mug. If you have one of those uh, crying, cringy bastard guys. All I got is this pickle jar. Perfect. <laughs> if you don't have one, I, I think you're supposed to use a Collins glass or a, like a highball. Uh, and then... You top it up the rest of the way with your ginger beer. You garnish with mint sprigs. And optionally, if you got an orange slice, you can throw that on there as well. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) You know, it's August. (laughs) It's that Augusty time. I I was going to say it's the holidays. I can't believe I was so far off on that. But these days, they kind of start selling the holiday decorations so I know. I I got bought a full... A Santa suit already. <laughs> Yo, you bought it. Yeah. You, you probably got a good deal. I went on Amazon deal. and I ordered it already. I ordered it. I don't need it. Well, guys, what do you say? You want to get into it? Let's do it. Yahoo. Folks, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, 
I've got it's weighing me down. What am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell a therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. And we're back with Suffering Bastards in Hand. All right. Let's see him. Mm. Put him up. Oh, Tim got the... Mug. Jeff, you got a mug too. You got a oh yeah. That? I got a I got a Mandalorian tiki <gasps> mug. Oh, Ooh. and he looks kind of the Mandalorian is kind of grimacy. That's kind of good, man. Yeah, that is good. I I picked out my frowniest tiki mug, but it's he's still <laughs> the, not the correct. Guy. Oh yeah, he's suffering. Look he looks him. like like uh, scary. I think that's Maui. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, Michael, what do you got? I I just got this uh, glass mug. Ooh, it looks good though. That looks nice. Yes, yeah, my Big, thick glass mug. I had some confusion here that uh, tiki confusion. A tiki confusion. <laughs> a certain tiki confusion was it comes that up all uh, the time. they say. You know, anytime they say top with ginger beer. I'm like, that's such a variable based on how much ice I have and how big my mm. glass is. This tiki mug is not very big, so when I poured just my shaken stuff into it, it filled it to the brim. Oh, really? And there was oh, no wow. there was no room for ginger ale. So I went in with a fork and pulled some ice cubes out. Mm-hmm. And and I and I gave myself about an inch of room for the for the ginger ale. But I can tell you guys have bigger mugs than me, so you're gonna have more ginger ale. Yeah. Yeah, I had the opposite problem where like I used a full tray of ice in my shaker, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I think this might be like a thirty ounce or maybe a twenty five ounce guy, and it was it only went like two thirds of the way up, and I was like, well, okay. I'm not going to like put mostly ginger beer in this thing, right. so this is a little bit light. I put maybe three four ounces of Bundaberg. I think oh Bundaberg. <laughs> I had Fentimans. I had um, uh, I think it's called Jamaican Choice. Very nice. I don't know. I think uh, four ounces is good. I saw some cocktail people on youtube saying four ounces iba didn't give a a list but you know as a hangover cure i prefer a weaker drink like i make my bloody marys with like half a shot i don't think you want to get drunk the day after you just kind of want to ease the the nausea but i see you you got the cement there t that's nice to see oh yeah look at that nice big fast sprig i i got i got some mint in there and i even got an orange because i'm so tickled Ooh. when the, the when the juice that's in the cocktail is not the garnish they throw you a side bo- uh, they they throw you a, a curveball oh, yeah because normally it's, it's hinting at you know the juice that you just used but mm-hmm. <laughs> the juice you use that's nice uh so let us sip now, let me ask, are you going to sip with your straw from the bottom? Or are you going to sip the ginger up top? Or are you going to make... I'm going to stir mine. Yeah, stir, stir it up. Stir it up. Little booze booze. Hmm. Oh, fuck. That's good. Oh, baby. Damn. 
It's a hit. It's spicy, spicy, oh so nicey. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, Mike, Uh-oh. bud, uh, you got something you want to talk about? Not really. <laughs> Don't want to talk about this at all. I'm done. <laughs> uh, let me, I, gotta, I think I got to, uh, let me give it a little stir. You guys, chat. Angostura bitters, is that what yeah. I mean? I think, honestly, I think that's where you get Wait a little a minute, bit I didn't of the kick. Wait a minute, I didn't even put the bitters in. Hey! You, don't! This guy's a mess. Uh, what if he puts two dashes of bitters, comes back and loves it? It's funny that, you know, the garnish doesn't stay the garnish for very long. Mm. For me, anyway. It becomes the food. I'm pinching that thing and slamming it in the drink. <laughs> Um, well, I'll tell you a little hint about my garnish. You see this mint sprig that you were gawking at? Yes. It's fucking fake. <laughs> oh, no. Tim, how could you? Yeah, it's a piece of plastic that I pulled off a fake plant because I wanted to pose for the selfie with a little sprig in there. But I didn't have I've thrown it out too many mint trees, and I didn't want to buy one this time just for the smell. I mean, Tim, I'm on record as saying I do not like having bushes in my fridge. <laughs> I want my bushes down the front of my underwear. Mm-hmm. I'm back and uh what did I miss? <laughs> Have you guys seen <laughs> Is that a Hamilton, song? Hamilton. Hamilton. Uh, yes. It's when no. Thomas Jefferson comes back from a Francais. No, I think it's what more did I miss? Like, not for me. Are you sure you're not thinking of My name is Alexander Hamilton? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are thinking. <laughs> How does a bastard, an orphan Oh a ba- hey, all right. Hey, a suffering bastard. Yeah, he's oh, a suffering yeah. bastard himself. Who knew that this drink was going to be all about Alexander mm. Hamilton? Well, oh boy. Duddy, you love a mule. Yeah. And I heard somebody say that this, because we've had brandy before on the pod and we said it tastes very similar to bourbon. It's made with grapes, but because it's put in the barrels, <laughs> it's very it's bourbon-esque. And, it's, and it's, it's woody. It's a Toy Story drink because it's woody and it gives you a buzz. Woody, woody and it gives you a buzz. <laughs> I, um, well, I'll tell you what. I went for... Uh, <laughs> I, I made a little bit of a leap, and I went for the Cavassier. Yes. Oh, cool. The ladies' man himself. <laughs> a little cognac. You know, it's funny. I went into the liquor store, and I bought myself a little uh, Hennessy cognac. And then I was like, wait a minute. It wasn't cognac. It was brandy. So I went. I was like, I need a brandy. Sorry. And then I seeing the the ingredients here, it was cognac all the whole time. All or the while. while. Or brandy. Now, see, uh, when I went to Albertson's, mm-hmm. All of that. Uh, wait, wait, what did you say it was? The cognac? Hennessy? Now, that's the one that the rappers... Henny. They love it. Cardi likes it, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and it was, it was uh, you know, it's the that's the big one. It's behind the glass. Yep. And I don't, I don't fuck with that. You could get a cheaper one, because remember we learned there's like VSP and VSOP and very special other people's pussy? Mm-hmm. There's different <laughs> levels of it. I think you can get a cheap one without a key. I got a VSP. I think E and J. I'm looking at. The, I think it's an off-brand. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I know that brand. Off-brand brandy. Either off either brandy. way, I'm I'm liking in this mix. I heard somebody because I think that a a bourbon and and ginger beer I think is like a horse neck, and a gimlet <laughs> is gin and lime. So this is one another one of these cocktails where it's like two cocktails smashed ah. together. But Wait, I what, am, what was the horse's neck? I want to say it's bourbon and ginger beer. Ginger beer. That's a funny name for a... As opposed to just a gin mule, I do... I'm, I think the brandy, Jay, is warming this up most more than most mules, and I'm liking it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh, warm and spicy. And uh, also nicey? And also <laughs> nicey. 
The bitters um, too. It really does. It feels, you know, it's not like Trinidad sour level, but this does feel like, oh, am I at the Tonga room? Yeah. Mm. There's a lot going on. And, and I get it as a hangover thing, even though there's a little hocus pocus to hangover cures. Um, this tastes medicinal because of the ginger and the bitters. Ginger and the bitters. Yeah. It's a cool. I'll cool say, yeah, thing. I'm getting. As it's like melting down, I'm getting a little more of like, oh, there's the lime and there's the. I'm not really tasting the gin at all. Yeah. The gin is hiding. That's one of the things I like about gin is that it's such a distinct tasting spirit, but then you, it disappears into a cocktail. It just makes it kind of elegant. Mm. Um, you know you know how I feel about ginger beer. I don't like it. And We've heard. I'm getting a lot of ginger <sighs> beer here. So let's see. You don't have to be a math fucking wizard to get this one. So, <laughs> I mean... I'm not a math wizard. I'm a lay So you put too much of something you don't like in a drink, and now you don't like it. You filled up a huge beer mug with like eight ounces of ginger beer, you dolt! I put so much ice in this thing, there was no room for ginger beer left. Hmm. Okay. They should do that at a bar when... Tim, I believe them. You say, hey, hey, bartender, I'll have a cocktail. And they go, room for ginger beer? You know, like a barista (laughs) thing, room for cream? Hmm? (laughs) Ooh, I went right through that one. They say to me, room for ginger beer? I say, uh, yeah, room for me to leave right now? Mike. No tip. Hey, since these are hangover <laughs> cures and we're not hungover, do you think this will kind of pay it forward and it'll work? <laughs> it'll cross out some future hangovers? Yeah. I think tomorrow we'll be just, you know, jumping, leaping out of bed. <laughs> hey, I'm awake this morning. I'm having an I've egg. got a reverse hangover. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have some toast and an egg and take a walk around the block. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have a, well, in general, do you guys consider yourselves to be guys who get bad hangovers or are you one of the guys who are like, don't get bad hangovers? Never used to. And then you hit the big 3-0 and you start getting them. I get some hangovers. Yeah. yeah. Do you have, you know what, you know what is a, uh, not a surefire, not every time, but a lot of times I'll do a plop, plop, fizz, fizz, uh, Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. Alka-Seltzer, yeah. I should say. And I feel much better. I don't oh, know what it is. Oh, shit. Duddy, do you That's have a the classic. Um, You know what I started doing? Uh, well, I, I've tried a, a handful of methods. Red Gatorade, like, before mm. bed. Oh, You know, yeah. just, like, making sure you get a bunch of, like, uh, electrolytes. electrolytes. Um that might be just gimmickry. <laughs> and then um, there was another one that was called like never too hungover or something. And they look like little five hour energies or something. Oh, oh no. No. yeah. One, the, I think it's called magic bullet is, yes. is, is another one. And I don't know. I feel like those have like done me. Okay. Yeah. I've used um, some of that stuff, but I would love to see um, a shootout. Mm. Maybe we should be the guys to do that and, be, and, and kind of test them all and see like, yeah. What works and lay our lives on the line, get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I, I like, uh, I kind of use a lot of those, and then I, do, and yeah, you never really know. You don't have a control group, and getting drunk is different every time. Yeah, I feel like late, I haven't really been get drinking too. I, I feel like in the last couple of years, I maybe drink more often, but it's only two drinks. But, um, what I do like is just getting drunk earlier. And not waking up with a hangover, get, having the hangover hit my body while I'm asleep. Yes. Mm. And then waking up fresh as a daisy. <laughs> Ready for it. Leaping egg. out of bed. 
your egg and toast and a walk around the block. There was a while when I got, you know, maybe five, six years ago, I got really into Bloody Marys and I had all the good stuff in my house. I Good stuff. Mike, I remember being out at bars multiple weeks in a row around this time and like ordering that last drink of the night thinking, oh, like, and then I'll get to have a bloody, I'll be hungover, so I'll need a Bloody Mary tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, intentionally. You're like, look, Jessica, I'm tricking my uh, hangover. And, yeah, and she's like, yep, that's great, honey, perfect. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're great to be around with the hangovers in the morning. <laughs> get no, me my okay. Sunday funnies! <laughs> um, I think the, the worst thing about Give hangovers... Give me my blondie! Blondie! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a bad hangover now when I'm older is way more just like it'll fuck with my equilibrium. You're like, mm. If I wake up to pee at six in the morning and I'm oh, yeah. really hungover, I'll be like, oh, my God, like, like you're I'm on a, holding on to the, the wall. It's that's like uh, <laughs> it's just something that they never used to get that bad you when I was vertigo. younger because I would wake up hungover in college and be like, oh, 8 a.m. I'm hurting. And then by 10 a.m. you're OK. Yeah. Or lunch. No, it'll last the whole, like, through the day. I mean, I do kind of delight in being, like, spending a Sunday where it's like, I guess I have to order breakfast burritos. And then I guess (laughs) I got to lay around and watch HBO all day. I guess I gotta. Ooh, HBO Max. Stop it. Um, the, The hangover, I feel like when I'm hungover, I'm a different type of, like, uh, like uh, I, I like hold like very calm conversations, but it's a, I make myself laugh more in that state. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like a little punch drunk. I think I'm being kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not I like I always laugh at my own joke, like uh, just laugh at whatever I'm saying. But if I'm like hungover and tired, I'm just kind of like I don't know. I think saying funny things, but not laughing at <laughs> every little thing makes you sort of chuckle a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind spending time with a Hanford who is calm and funny as opposed to the, <laughs> the usual inverse. <laughs> when I, when I listen back to these uh, episodes, I am just a chuckle happy little guy. I, I got to cut that shit out. <laughs> You're a chuckle fucker. It's your uh, brand, dude. No. Well, it sucks. That brand sucks. <laughs> Even right now. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. We like it because you're that giving me and Jeff polite laughs. I'm just a polite guy. Hey, every laugh I have is 100% authentic J-Man, guaranteed. <laughs> I'm going to hold you that. Um, hey, oh, I was just thinking, hangover. Hangover movies. Mm. Yes. Remember? We saw Hangover 1 opening night in the Dome. The Dome. That was so Not fun. Me, man. No. I, I, I was late to the Hangover, but keep going. You're probably well, hungover. Yeah. That's funny to be late to because it also feels like it's a movie that didn't <laughs> didn't age well and you you grow away from it quite fast. It's kind of a bro fest. But talk, seeing a comedy in a big thousand person uh, theater on opening night is the best. That, that was one of those moments that like we were we're hip ass comedy dudes. So we knew Galifianakis back from late world right. and stuff and comedians with comedy and all that. But hearing like America see a breakout like performance in the moment kind of like will ferrell in old school you know where it's Mm -hmm. like Mm. this guy is uh, stealing this movie same dynamic by the way same director same direct of of like oh you know zach was the will character Mm -hmm. you know the trio the 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 roles are the same you could the wolf pack the wolf pack. Hey, we're kind of a wolf pack, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I didn't like the hangover. I, I think um, I, I, it was definitely overhyped by the time I saw it. And I, I watched the whole movie with my arms folded. And yeah, Zach is good in it. But other than that, barely smiled. Mm. 
You know what? I wish I wish uh, when I saw Barb and Star, I wish that had been in theaters because that would have been such a fun yeah, man. Oh, group, yeah. group watch because that was some real laughs. I, I, I remember when Bridesmaids came out and people were like, mm. oh, it's like The Hangover. And I saw it and I was like, Bridesmaids is way better than yes. The Hangover. And Melissa I, McCarthy is the Galifianakis. <laughs> yep. I've told, I think I've told this how I've seen, uh, how I went to see uh, Bridesmaids. Have I said this on the podcast? If I have, no, no. I saw it. I was like Jeff with a hangover. I was a little late to the game. And uh. I went with, when was it? It was like an 11 o'clock in the morning screening. And we're walking in and I'm looking around. I'm like, hey, why there's a lot? There's like a lot of uh, baby strollers here. What's going on? Oh, and we right. get in there and it's what was the theater was calling a mommy and me movie. Mm. And it was the, uh, we we're watching uh, Bridesmaids. <laughs> with a bunch of with a bunch of kids, uh, babies, like yep. kind of crying, and <laughs> the the lights weren't down all the way. Uh, there was a guy behind us just pacing the probably the entire two hours. And uh, at the end of the movie, no credits. The lights came up. <laughs> it's time to go. Man, I want to. I'm going to write a movie that's like kind of play into the mommy and me set, and mm. sort of like. Every once in a while, a character is going to kind of shake a rattle for 20 minutes. And then <laughs> the kids will love it. Mom's happy because the kid's happy. <laughs> now, he's a rattle CEO. And guess what? He's a hunk. So the moms are happy and the kids. Oh, are happy. yeah. It's, yes. It's not boss baby. It's rattle CEO. <laughs> rattle CEO. <laughs> now, did they even turn the lights down all the way during the movie? Not all the way. No. Oh, so you get a little bit of moonlight glow. Right. Right. So I could see my popcorn easily. I wasn't dumping it down the front of my shirt like I usually am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see you a lot of the time you're watching the movie and then your hand will just miss the bag entirely. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, now I, I look down at my popcorn and I get my course correct. And then but something is exciting happening on the screen. So you look up and then again, the hand misses yeah. it. Yeah. And if it's a really fun movie and I don't want to look away, I'm down. Now I'm in my neighbor's uh, Reese's. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in my neighbor's junior mints. <laughs> okay, I, that's how good this movie is. I'm in my neighbor's junior mints. I'm in my next door neighbor's jujubes. Yo, <laughs> I got snow caps in my mouth that I didn't pay for. <laughs> I'm in my nearby brethren seatmates goober bo- box. Goober, bo- goober bots. I, box. Goober box. I, you know, I could have said, hey, my hand's in snow-capped city. <laughs> I got my digits so so deep into my neighbor's uh, diet Sprite. <laughs> That's how good this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picking in, up the Into cubes. the plastic lid, into yeah. the drink. Have you guys ever done the, the thing from the movie Diner where you, you put a little, your dick in a little hole in the bottom of the popcorn? <laughs> yeah, just to pee, though. yep yep i do that boy just to pee in the bathroom well guys how do we feel about round segundo let's do it see you soon imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code. 
code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back with our final thoughts on the suffering bastard. Um... I mean, everyone's waiting to hear Mike rip this a new asshole. So I'll just go first and say, I mm-hmm. love it. I think it's delicious. Will I make it uh, when I have a hangover? Maybe if I have some brandy in the house, maybe I would. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I like it a lot. And I think it's an easy tiki. Like it, I was saying the other tiki. week about, um, about the Singapore sling. Like, hey, you got pineapple juice and gin you can throw some extra crap in there and you got an easy tiki same deal with half cavassier half tangeray mm. and oh, um tangeray jefferson and then uh you know ginger beer it's, i guess it's not stuff you just have around but we have it around because we have a fun podcast. <laughs> yeah if you have a cocktail <laughs> podcast you got brandy laying around but i'll say you, you mentioned easy tiki the official easy tiki of this podcast. Yes. For everyone listening, you should know this by now. Multiple rums, lime, and one other ingredient of your choosing, and you pretty much have a tiki drink. Could it be mm. pineapple juice? Yes, Michael. Yes. Perfect. Mm. Michael, perfect. <laughs> I, I'm a lime freak. I'm an ice freak. This drink hits the spot. I love ginger beer. I love mules. Yeah. I love, uh, you know, I don't like having mint in my fridge, but I like it in the, I like it in the cocktail. It's fine in the drink. It's not Are, so good in the fridge. <laughs> Is there like a, like a, you know how I get, I get this um, lime extract stuff that just comes in the bottle? Do they have something yeah. like that with mint? That would be a good one. Ooh, oh. I think, I think they do. And a little liquid mint. That would be nice. But in this case, it's a garnish. So what would you just float it on top? I think you can get like mint paste in a little jar, but it wouldn't be. Here's what you do. Uh, uh, Take a little huff of Colgate before you take a sip and you pretty much. Yeah, put in some Listerine. There you (laughs) go. Yeah. Why don't you have get yourself a little Crest Total White? (laughs) All right. I'm going to see if they have this liquid mint I'm talking about. Yeah, why don't you get yourself some Paul Mall menthols and crumble <laughs> some of those in that drink? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's calm down. Can I do one more? Sure. Do you have one more? Junior or Mint. Are we going to have to wait for you to think of one? Junior <laughs> Mint would have worked for the movie theater joke and Junior Mint. I got my hand so far down my neighbor's Junior Mint. That's how good this <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Jeff, how can good we, this movie can was. Can you dub that one back into the yeah. other bit? Okay. Oh, that one's. <laughs> Didn't we do Junior but, Mint? I thought we did. 
I hope huh. so. I mean, I you know that uh, Jerry and Kramer did Junior Mint. Jesus yep. Christ. All right, Mike, stop stringing us along. Well, dress, I'm going to dress I'm this a, drink down. I'm a fair guy, right? Pretty yeah. fair. Yeah. 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 You're like I King Solomon. I see both sides of things. <laughs> I make my decision. Mm-hmm. I have not had a great time with this drink. I'm going to give it one last sip. This can is, we watch? You can watch me for sure. Okay, he's, the, the straw is meeting his lips. His cheeks are uh, have gone <laughs> concave. His eyes are blank. <laughs> that was three big sips. Yeah, yeah. Certainly one of them must have been good. I will never order this drink again. <laughs> oh, no, Michael. You break my heart. Mike. This is too ginger beery. Not worth it with the gin, cognac, and whatever it. else the hell else was in it. Lime. lime? Oh, oh, wow. Let's put lime in a drink and make it special. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> every fucking drink, every other drink we do has lime in it, okay? Mike. So, yeah, that's why I like every other drink. This is ruthless. Mike, this so is- you mean to tell me if... if if I go to New York and we're out on the town and we go to a professional, uh-huh. you're not going to try a suffering bastard with your boy? I'll try. If he wants to, he or she wants to give me a little little sidecar of it, I'll try it. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, it's nice if to it, know. Hey, if it would make their day, sure, I'll give it a whirl. Okay. Mike, okay. you must like it more than the mule, right? That was just, the Moscow mule was vodka, lime, ginger right. beer. You must like the brandy more. I like this better than the mule, but I don't yeah. like mules. Mm. Jesus, this fucking guy. (laughs) Hey, maybe you would like Trader Vic's take on the Suffering Bastard, which is two rums and lime and orgeat. It's kind of like a fucking Mai Tai, dude. That sounds good to me. This, what I'm, uh, the half of glass I have here is disgusting. Disgusting? You're going to use the word disgusting? (laughs) No, now I'm just, now I'm just trolling. Uh, This drink is not for me. Okay. Okay. Shit. That's a nice way of putting it. But uh, before we wrap this thing up, I want to ask you guys if you were uh, interested in doing a little bit of a quiz. <gasps> oh, Mike, yes. how could you? That's right. It is time for the Bastard Quiz. That's fun. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> These are questions. I'm going to, on my little piece of paper here, I'm writing a, a J and a T. What are those for? Yeah, what is that? That's, that's the scoreboard. Yeah, but what do the letters stand for? Like Jonathan Taylor. The letters stand for Jeff and Tim. Oh, okay. I thought it was Jordan and Tim because Jordan's my middle name. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're, is your middle name going to be playing? And Jeff, you don't want to play? I'm going to go no, by my I, first I, name, I do, Timothy. I do. Jeff wants to play. Okay. Great. Here we go. This is the bastard quiz. Who did fat bastard want in his belly? Mini me. Oh, fuck. That is Tim gets the mini me on gets that one. Gets within my stomach. <laughs> Small guy. Here we go. He was the mission leader of the Inglorious Bastards. Brad Pitt. Ah. Uh, 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 Aldo. Fucking. Uh, fucking. Oh. Aldo Carabini. I will give it to Jeff. Aldo be- Rain. Yeah, Aldo, Aldo Rain. Rain. Now I'll really there give it go. to Jeff. Come on. Did you Google that? Jeff, no, are you googling man. over there? Don't I googled Google. it in my. I googled in my in my brain in my <laughs> medulla. Googling, everyone's googling everything these days. Okay, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. How about that shit? Did you just Google that? No, it's off the dome, dude. I'm Aldo Google Rain. you in a second. Now there's some there's some theories that uh, that Brad Pitt's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was Aldo Rain's son. Yes, oh. and those theories are. It's kind of stupid, okay? <laughs> um, and then, uh, hey, our, our little buddy uh, Paul Russ said that 
Lieutenant Aldo Rain, when they weren't shooting, made them pancakes. Jeff, you just... You just got two points because that was the next question. Oh. Okay, okay, but can I cross those two points off because I recently brought it up to Paul. <laughs> Didn't Brad Pitt <laughs> yeah. make you pancakes? And he's like, no. And I was like, no. ah, I was telling everyone that Brad Pitt made pancakes. <laughs> wow, I don't know what to do here because I'll give Jeff one because guessing my next question is something. That's, no, Mike, that's something. That is yeah. something. So you, you get one point, not two, because... Well, well what do I get for being a fact checker whistleblower? <laughs> you get you get a you get a side point. You can use great. that if you want for this. I'm, or great. I'm not going to use it, but thank sure. You. And look, if anybody out there wants to fact check uh, Tim's fact, if fact check Tim's <laughs> fact check, then that's welcome too. I I, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, I'm yeah. an open book. All right, Jeff, get that uh, clip ready that I got for you. Okay, great. Do, have you do you have it? It's prepared. Okay. Who do we hear here? ODB. Mm-hmm. The Osiris. I should have known that. ODB, Old Dirty Bastard, Wu-Tang Clan. Can can I get a side point for saying that (laughs) Wu-Tang Clan, they're not exactly something you're going to want to go ahead and fuck with. No, no. I'm not going to give you that side point because that's not your original idea. You got that from their song. True. Okay. Fair. Um... Uh, another another uh, another question here. What was Old Dirty Bastard's uh, religious nickname? Mm. Old Dirty oh, Priest guy. Nope. Um, I don't know. Young clean <laughs> deity. Religious nickname. He he started calling himself this. I think I forget when, but uh, uh, Reverend Bastard brother. <gasps> Brother Dirty. Nope. I'll give you the. I'll give you the initials. BBJ. Big Baby Jesus. That's right. Oh. Big Baby Jesus. He called himself that. I'm not sure why. I uh, I was listening to, uh, you know that album that he did. It was like uh, the picture of his, his like uh, food stamps ID uh-huh. is the cover. Mm-hmm. That is a really great album. He is. Yeah, uh, you 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 sent it to me one Sunday morning. And you were like, "You ever listen to this shit?" It was, was like, "No, it's not so really. funny." And he's like, just like wild, like it's in, it's, it's like great. it's very fun. It's, it's really fun. He's uh, there's like uh, there's a Wu Tang song or something where there's a sample and Method Man is talking about like who's in the group and he's like this older bastard because there's no father to his style and it because it is really like he's so unique he's unhinged he's unhinged he's singing sometimes and he's just having fun truly a wild uh loose cannon in a in a very fun entertaining way yes okay fat bastard farts in the movie austin powers (laughs) gold member what does he compare the smell to Oh, I don't know Goldmember as much as I know international man of mystery and the spy who shagged me yeah who does he has a little mm. run here. It's one of those hey, sh- like uh, show me the man who does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has a little run, and it's probably one of those things where uh, Mike Myers was just doing some funny riffs and oh, they kept oh, a couple. Riffs. Yeah, it's like a very Will Ferrell esque. Like, oh, it smells like yep. Uh, yep. Loki's boot. Oh, uh, okay. I'm gonna say. Uh, oh, I'm gonna say like then like, um, uh, uh. Goose eggs and Limburger cheese. No, it smells like a uh, old diaper. No, that's Anchorman. No, that's right? Anchorman. like Indian food. Yeah, uh, 
It smells like Lucifer's cock. I'll give you. I'll give you one. Maybe it'll it'll spark something. Zeus's uh, beard. It's. It, <laughs> it smells Dumbledore's like balls. When, <laughs> when uh, uh, everyone in the apartment building is uh, is making dinner, and you, it's all those smells together. Uh, smells mixed with puke or something like that. <laughs> Wait, what? That's Wait, that's, a, that's one of them. Huh. All right. Well, that's a scratch. What was what was the answer? I don't know. There was a bunch of them, and you didn't get any of them. Well, I want to hear the other ones. Well, I got now. I got to watch the YouTube clip. Hold no, on. no, 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 no. Okay. No, uh, don't worry about it. Good. Look it up, folks. Just look up. Look up, fat bastard, fart, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Myers had himself a fun run. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> Goldmember opens with the opening credit sequence <laughs> so for Austin Pussy, the movie about Austin Powers' life. Who Tom plays? Cruise. Oh, yes, oh, damn Timmy. It. God damn it! Stealth attack. Woo. I was like, is it going to be Spacey? Is it going to be Cruz? And Tim, you sneaked it. Who directs I just it? Think, uh, his his. Um, uh, who directs it? Mm-hmm. Who, you mean the uh, actual movie or the thing? Spielberg. The thing. Spielberg, yep. Oh, God damn it, of course. Okay, that wasn't a real question. Here we go. That was a side point, at least. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a side. You had two side points floating here, Timmy. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to use the first one. Wash that one away. I have one side point that I can use. If okay, because it's four to two right now. Yeah, but we still haven't discussed the exchange rate of side points. Okay, we'll do that. Side points are two normal points. <laughs> <laughs> what? Here we go. What unsavory snack does the titular character in Gold Member eat? Gold. Nope. Uh, hair. Golden grams. Not hair. Pub- pubic hair. No. Fucking goddamn it. Yeah. It is a body. It is. It does come off his body. Skin. That's right. It is skin. God damn it. He, and sometimes he keeps them in a little uh, chest. Okay. 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 <laughs> Here is the last question. What was the name of the host in the reboot for the Gong Show? Oh, oh, oh boy! Shit. I know oh this God. one. Dave Ferguson wrote for this <laughs> show. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Mike Myers character. Yeah, it is. Oh, this is gonna kill me because I. <laughs> it's like a British. He's a. Like yeah, a lot of people guy. didn't know. Uh, I'm so, I'm so, yeah, maybe, maybe it wasn't British. But or yeah, my, I mean, yeah. I told my little sister and she didn't know and it was airing. So they did a very good job of yeah, keeping he, it under wraps. Well, this was you a, wouldn't expect him to do something like that, too. This was a weird. Also, Gong Show was like one of those summer, like network replacement shows over the summer. Yeah, game, game show, whatever. But I read the block. thing. Here's, here's, I'll tell you what. I, I submitted for the show. I wrote a packet and didn't get the job. Sheesh. Jeez, um, Ferguson couldn't get you a job? Even with your boy Ferguson at the helm? Damn. I, I think I wrote the packet pre-Ferg, and then maybe he ended up being the only writer. And that's, uh, that's a good choice by, by them. But the name is... Okay, I got the first name, but I don't want to say it because it'll tip Jeff off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a very British-sounding name. It's like Aldous um, <laughs> or something. Tommy Chesterfield. Ah, uh, not Chesterfield. Tommy, Tommy is correct. Tommy Havishaw. Oh, no. I, I can give you what it begins with. Tommy Westminster. Blonick. Tommy. It begin, the last name begins with an M. Um, Maitland. Maitland. That's yes, right, Jefferson. Maitland. Ooh. All right. That wraps up the bastard quiz. Jeff has five. Tim has three with one floating point and one that he does not want to use. I, okay, 
the 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 floating point that I yeah. can yeah. use, I'm not going to use that. But okay, can okay. I unearth from the crypt the old point that I <laughs> wait? Said Do you I want to? It's going to take. It's going to take a lot t- out of me. It's going to take some doing, but <laughs> I would love. I would love to bring it back from the crypt. All right. So you got. Folks at home, the the veins in his forehead are just bulging. <laughs> Oh, and he's saying the it, sacred it, spell. It, it's taking <laughs> everything he's got. <laughs> he's speaking in tongues and it's working. The incantation, it's working. <laughs> there it is. It came up. Oh, the point. We see it. <laughs> the point. In all its glory. The final score is Jeff 5, Tim 4. <laughs> <laughs> worth it on my end. I'm pr- I'm proud that I used the voice the way that felt right. Okay, well that's that's the final score of the bastard quiz. Mike, you're gonna need to get yourself a red Gatorade yeah, and Mike, walk up. I hate to break you, but I think you blew your ass out a little bit. <laughs> I know a, I did. You blew an O-ring there, dude. <laughs> well, good thing the cleaner comes tomorrow. Woo! Congrats, Jeff. Hey, Tim. Thanks, man. You got it. That's what I'd like to see. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I was like, what's he going to say? He's about to say something. No. No, I'm on it's the record voluntary convulsion. And to repay the favor to you, Tim, God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh.